Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Now, if you have not listened to episode 18, please hit the brakes, listen to that episode, and meet me right back here for this one. Okay, so part two. Are you open to receiving? One of the easiest ways that we can apply what we're learning today is in regards to money, but certainly you can apply this to every aspect of life. Money is just something that we all have in common, and it's just a really easy way to present this material and have you actually be able to digest it. So let's talk about what money really is. To put it simply, money is an energetic currency. Now, you and I are both made up of energy. We are all energy. And money is no different. Okay? But you and I also have these masculine and feminine aspects to us. Masculine is the energy of giving, protecting, doing, Feminine is the energy of desire, trusting, allowing, being. Most of us are really good at working in the masculine. Mothering is a masculine energy. It's the energy of giving, the energy of protecting, the energy of doing, right? And our children are by nature really great at receiving, They want, 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 and we give, give, give. They are working in the feminine energy. Now, as a little side note, if you are married to a man and you treat him like a child, he will likely act like one. Or if you are in all masculine energy, he will be in more of a feminine energy. If you want him to act more masculine, then you act more feminine. So anyway, (laughs) because we are so good at masculine, we have forgotten what it feels like to be in our feminine energy. Now money is a masculine energy. It's the giving energy but it wants to be desired, not needed. And desperation is the ultimate repelling energy. So think about it. Who are you most attracted to as a partner? 
the person so desperate to be with you? No. You want it to be desired, not from a place of being needed. Okay, so the feminine energy is the energy of receiving. And we are by nature designed to be excellent receivers. But because we all have coding, that's essentially little glitches in our subconscious, we don't know how to truly receive anymore. And we don't really have great role models who taught us how to be great receivers. We were taught how to work in the masculine. And so when we have are met with these opportunities to receive, we're often very awkward. We don't really know how to do it. So we try to be overly humble or we try to like create stories in our mind about why we're not really good enough to receive this. And it's not so clear, right? It's not like it's so clear that we are so obvious that we are actually blocking this thing that's trying to come to us, but we do it. It's innate. We don't even realize that we're doing it. We haven't even like turned up that rock and said, oh my gosh, look at me. Like if you were to play back your life and all these opportunities of being able to receive, and then you get in the way of the receiving because of a story or because of this coding or these glitches. So I want to do a little experiment. If you're driving in your car, please do not participate, but just imagine, okay? And for those of you who can, please close your eyes, get quiet. And I want you to think of someone you absolutely love giving to. And I want you to imagine going out and finding them the most perfect gift. Imagine yourself wrapping it up in the perfect way, writing out the card, and doing all the things you want to do to make this special for them. And when you have everything pulled together, I want you to imagine walking up to them with the gift in your hand and seeing yourself handing the gift over to them. And I want you to just jot down or just in your mind's eye, just how is this making you feel? Now, I want you to imagine yourself at a party. It's not a party for you. It's just a room full of people. Some of them you know, some of them you don't know. And you look over and you see this person walking up to you. Like, it's pretty obvious that they're like heading right for you. And it takes you a minute to realize that you, you know this person. And in fact, it's, it's a person that you care about. And you see that they're carrying a gift. And instantly, you're feeling like, this gift is this gift for me. And they're walking over to you with this gift. And they hand you the gift. It's not your birthday. It's not a holiday. They just, they got you this gift because they were thinking of you. And they were just excited to give it to you. How does that make you feel? What feelings 
are being stirred up in this acceptance of this gift. Are you able to accept the gift? I mean, accepting the gift is very different from taking the gift. Like, are you actually able to like feel the energy of what this person created and thought of and, and desired to give this gift to you? Now I want you to imagine yourself feeling gorgeous, like so gorgeous. You know, you look gorgeous and you get a compliment from a stranger on how beautiful you look. What do you say back? How does that feel? Do you accept it? Do you take it? And now I want you to imagine yourself leaving home in your PJs or something close to PJs. And you go to the store and you have a stranger compliment on how adorable you look today. How does it feel? See, most of us are conditional receivers. We receive things when we think that we've earned them or we deserve them, but not when it's like out of the blue. I mean, then we try to brush it off or downplay it. And certainly, I mean, if we haven't gotten ready for the day and we get a compliment on how good we look like, what? Me? Today? No. I mean, this is like goodwill clothes. These are my pajamas. Your hair looks great. What? I didn't do it. This is my not done hair, right? We downplay it or we feel guilty because we feel like we just don't deserve it right now. Or because like this other person, like they're far more thoughtful than we are. So we reject it and it's not like a full out rejection, but it's an energetic rejection. Okay. It's taking it, but not receiving it. And again, we don't have great examples of receivers in our life. We have great examples of givers in our life. We have so many people, our moms and our dads, that taught us how to be really great at working in the masculine energy. But we're not really taught how to allow how to just be, and that being is power. How to receive is power. So the interesting thing is that most of us love to give, right? Especially like when it's from a place of desire. Like when we truly desire to give, like we really love it. We don't love it so much when we need to give, like when it's something that's expected. But when we get to give from a place of desire, like we love that feeling. But yeah, we don't love receiving, especially when it's from an out of the blue, when it's from a place of desire. We know how to receive when we expect it, like it's our birthday, but not because it's from this place of like true heartfelt desire to give or because you asked for it and here it is better than you expected. So if you want to become an excellent receiver, you will 
become someone who is able to receive more. Let me put this differently. When you become an excellent receiver, you will receive more. So if you can't receive a compliment right now, how will you receive the bigger things? The secret to learning how to receive is to receive like you genuinely care about the giver. And the giver is, yes, the person giving to you, but I want you to think about it bigger. Think about it as the universe orchestrating and having this person be the middleman, right? This is the universe, the creator source, like giving to you. Do you see how that changes things? When you start to see people as conduits of the creator's gifts, when you start to see that you are innately deserving of these gifts, when you level up your ability to receive, you absolutely change your vibration. And you change your vibration to be in a state of receiving more. So I want to talk a little bit bigger. When I first learned about the law of attraction, I was taught to use my emotions as my compass. If I was feeling sad, angry, guilty, then I was by nature setting myself up to invite more of those feelings my way. Now, this may not have been the intention of the teaching, but that is how I interpreted it. I thought, I don't want to feel sad because then I will invite more sad. Like attracts like. I don't want to feel angry. If I feel angry, then I'm going to get things that make me angry. That is true to an extent. Now, here's where I went wrong. Instead of working through these emotions in the feminine, I tried to change the channel, which is the masculine. I would think, I can't deal with this right now, or I don't want to have these thoughts right now. So I would turn the channel. I would literally turn the channel. And I would turn the channel by going and doing something. Whether it was a workout, a run, um, you know, getting myself immersed into a project, picking up the phone and calling and There's so many times where I remember like in mid conversation and being like, gosh, I feel like there's something that I'm upset about, but I can't remember. I feel like there's something I'm upset about or something that made me upset, but I can't remember what that is. I became so good at turning the channel because I didn't want to feel that feeling because I didn't want to invite more of that feeling in. So I'd quickly turn the channel, right? I just turn it. But the problem with turning the channel is that I was turning the energy because I had a feeling that was coming through in the feminine. And that feeling was meant to be felt, not try to do something about. You can't outdo your feelings. So by doing something else, I was freezing these emotions. They'd just be frozen. Now, it was very obvious to me Like, okay, if I have something that I'm like, 
you know, have a reason to really feel guilty about, then that's different or sad about. Sad is a more easier emotion, right? If you're feeling sad about something, then you have the right to feel that sadness. But when you get triggered by something, you feel anger. I got to turn that channel. I got to get rid of it. Why am I, why am I still feeling this anger? What was that from? I don't remember, but I feel anger. I'm going to make that go away. I'm going to distract myself more, right? But these emotions in big and small forms are being frozen. And when they're frozen, you are still energizing them because they are still there. They are still in your subconscious and what we energize manifest. You, me, we were born worthy. There's nothing that you can do in the masculine energy that makes you unworthy. We live in this amazing, limitless universe that's absolutely overflowing with abundance. But when we're not tapping into that, it's because we're afraid of feeling the things that we don't want to feel. We're afraid of feeling disappointment. We're afraid of feeling guilt. We're afraid of feeling shame. But the crazy thing is, when we're trying to avoid feeling these feelings, we're already feeling them. Like, I couldn't outrun these feelings because they're already there. Which means, on some level, I'm already feeling them. They didn't go away. They can't go away. The only way for them to go away is in the feminine. I can't do something to make them go away unless it's a feminine activity like journaling, meditating, emotion code, tapping, right? Like those are some things, but like you can't just like outrun them. It's a being with it. It's from a place of essence. So let's say that you're afraid to fail. Because if you were to fail, then you would be ashamed, stressed, and ultimately disappointed. But you're already disappointed. You see? You're already feeling the thing you don't want to feel. It's already there. So we are trained to, like, okay... You are feeling these things, but like go after it anyway, right? And you do, but you're still bringing these feelings with you. So you're not set up to be that great of a receiver because you got all this like junk with you, right? So when we want to be great receivers on a big scale, we first got to be great receivers on a small scale, but to be on a big scale... We want to change the feelings that you're working with so you can be in a space of receiving to like really, really receive without the guilt, the shame, like, oh my gosh, no, please not me. Like, hey, we want to give you the thing that you asked for. I'm not ready for that. I couldn't. I'm too scared. Well, what are you scared about? I'm scared that I'll fail. What do you mean? What do you mean you're scared that you'll fail? What happens then? Well, if I fail, then I'm going to be ashamed. 
but you're already feeling that. If you're honest. The avoidance of feeling these feelings is just recycling the same feeling. And so, so oftentimes what happens is that we align with what we don't want instead of what we do want. We work from the energy of what we don't want instead of working with the energy of what we do want. Well, what if it doesn't work? Well, then you're going to feel bad. But you feel bad right now thinking about it not working. So this is the challenge. To feel the feeling. To sit with our feelings. And to question them. To question what we're feeling all the time. All the time. Women will say things like, Well, I feel guilty that I should do such and such. But why do you feel guilty? Like, it's not always what it appears to be. (laughs) In most parts, it's not what it appears to be. You got to go deeper. You got to question the feelings. But whatever you're trying to avoid right now, you already are dealing with. So when you know, when you really sit with a feeling and you feel the feeling and the feeling passes, and it doesn't take that long to do that, to sit with a feeling until the feeling passes, whether you're journaling it all out, when you transform that feeling and you know full body, that you're going to be okay no matter what, now everything changes. You start to receive big when you don't have to protect your emotions from guilt, shame, fear, you know, disappointment, feeling bad, right? You receive when you know that you're going to be okay. The thing that you're afraid of not having, you already don't have. And if this is the worst of it, right? Then you're okay. If you're living it now and you're alive, then what are you really afraid of? And when you understand this, this is when you become free. From a place of where, like, there's nothing in the way. Whatever you desire, you go for it. And when your mind says, so what if this doesn't work? You say, so what? I've been in a worse place. And if this doesn't work, you know you're going to okay because it's not going to get any worse than this. Like, look around. You've already proven that you can manifest what you have. You've already proven that you have the capacity to receive what you have. It's not going to get worse than this. You're going to be okay. I've already failed. I'm free. I've already been broke. I'm free. Right? Like, what is your list? 
What sets you free? So when we're willing to walk the line, when we're willing to be in the place of having it and not yet having it, you know that you will have it. When we stay the course, when we take aligned action, when we feel the feelings, we set ourselves up to receive and we move from a place of absolute confidence that whatever it is that you desire, it's meant for you because you wouldn't desire it if it wasn't. And when you truly believe that you will be okay, then I promise that you will be more than okay. So I have a challenge for us all. This is a private challenge for now. I want you to take a photo a day of yourself. And I want you to take this photo of when you're feeling in your power as a receiver. This is not based on what you look like. This is based on what you're feeling. When you are tapped in to that feminine energy and you are tapped in to that power of receiving and you are tapped in to that energy of full-on trusting and full-on knowing that you get to have what you want and it's safe to feel your feelings. And that's how you move through your feelings is to feel the feelings. I want you to take a picture of those moments every day. Every day I want you to consciously tap into that power. Tap into the power of you being a receiver. Of you being in that feminine energy. The energy that allows. The energy that trusts big. The energy that receives. Okay, and for now, these are private. You're keeping them to yourself and you are just capturing the moments for this entire month, capturing you and your power as a receiver. Okay, I can't wait to hear how this has helped you, how this has changed you. Share with me, as always, in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. So much love to you. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth 